following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, uh, yes, it's Saturday, and it's time for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And we'd like to welcome all of you to the show today, along with my co-host, Dan Hayden. Dan, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great compared to a lot of people in the other halves of this country. Oh, It's soggy out there. Yeah, we want to send out some, some prayers and uh, kudos to all those people who are the first responders and everybody else out on the uh, Gulf Coast and now heading up towards... You know, Florida and the Carolinas, exactly. Some of the devastation that you've seen on television is just Mex- Mexico, unbelievable. Mexico Beach uh, City there, right there on the Gulf. Yeah, it's... it's I, bet you, I bet you they've got a bumper crop of noceums now. I'm telling you. There's They're a, on the Gulf. You've always got those noceums. It just bites you. You can't find them. <laughs> what is that? It's, it's a bug that's so small, but bites you, and you can't see it. After oh. it's done. It's so that's like, why it's a no-see-em? No see you can't yeah. see them? Okay. You can feel them, but you can't see them. You em. got that? All right, Dan. You get, you get us some applause <laughs> for that one. All right. All right. Yeah, Did so you learn? Yeah. See, I told you, anything you ever wanted to learn about life, bugs. you can hear on <laughs> Bugs on Image Home Improvement Live. And uh, that other wonderful voice that you heard is our fabulous studio director, Robin Cote. Aww. Yeah. She's here every week, and like we were talking about before the show, keeping us in line. Really? Yes. And I, I'm not going to say how, but she keeps us in line. It's called duct tape and a ruler. Oh. Oh. That's, dang it. Didn't you have that happen one time when you were in, in um, elementary school? The oh, yeah. teacher? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they used to do that? That was before it became a bad thing. Well, they used to have a board of education in the classrooms yes, I was and, in. Yeah, the real board. Bending over and take a take a swat uh, to the butt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I even had that in school. That, yeah. was, that was a good threat because it was a big paddle board with a bunch of holes in it. I remember it. Oh, yeah, the, we, yeah, the holes make it worse. Oh, I know. And you can hear it whistling and coming. Fear does, <laughs> fear does a lot to keep you, you know, in, in line. It sure has changed. And maybe I need one of those to hang behind me on the studio wall, right? Uh, I don't know if Dave will let you do that. Oh, Dave will let me do pretty much anything. All right. We're not going to go there. <laughs> All right. Okay, Spanky. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we've got a great show planned for you today. We're going to be talking with our good friend, uh, Jeff Lawson from Lawson Family Plumbing. And we're going to be talking a little bit of, obviously, some of the uh, plumbing emergency things that actually happen because... Uh, Jeff has been uh, in Phoenix and uh, the surrounding metropolitan area for many, many years, and he's also uh, our prime uh, plumbing contractor for Image Home Improvement, all remodel projects. So we want to talk to him a little bit about what's going on in the plumbing world. And if you've just found us online, make sure you check us out uh, every week, Saturday morning from 8 to 9, right here on Star Worldwide Networks. Also, you can check out our Facebook page, where we always post some really interesting things that things that we find along the way that are, um, shall we say, a little odd when it comes to home improvement because we like to showcase some of the things that homeowners do because sometimes the, uh, they're dangerous with tools. There's they think, no other way to say it. They think they can. They think they can, but they can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just can't. I mean, Dan's seen some real... We, we've seen, oh, we've some, seen really some really <laughs> strange things together, uh, you know, from... Um, 
from some, leaning, some creative framing. Yeah, some some leaning water heaters. Leaning water heaters, you know, or, and when people decide to use uh, fiberglass milk boxes to set their hot water heat on top, and when it, it starts listing, it looks like the Titanic. <laughs> That's it's just right. starting to lean over, and it's, it's gonna, peeking out into the hallway. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just really crazy. But again, you know, uh, these are things that I always say every week that the professional can find. And when they do a walkthrough, like myself as a contractor, or and I point things out to homeowners all the time that I think are not safe or not up to code, and Dan sees these things all the time. That's why Dan's <laughs> reports are like a, a thousand pages long. No, no, no. It's under a hundred. <laughs> under a hundred. Okay, that's bad enough. Well, that's enough because it takes it takes several hours just to go through them and to look. At, and and Dan has some interesting information about uh, with the water damage and the rainstorm we've had here in the last week. Or so um, infrared pictures mm-hmm. of showing where water is, because that's the easiest way for me to go back in and do a repair. Rippling paint is a leak. Yeah, rippling paint <laughs> is a leak, and it's not a texture. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, it's not a texture. But um, hey, uh, what, what? You, it, it you just, get that? The, yeah, I got it. Okay, I'm just yeah. checking. Just checking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and you can also find us on imagehomeimprovementshow.com, our website, which we also have a lot of great videos, um, over 100 videos uh, up in the uh, toolbar. Just click on the television toolbar, and you'll see all the good things that uh, we've done and we've showcased. And a lot of them, um, they've been, they were done a little while ago when we were doing television, but they're still very relevant because uh, a lot of times things don't change when disaster happens. And you've got to go back in and just deal with it. That's right. You, you can't know? ignore it. It's it's still going to be a problem. You know, and, and uh, again, if you if you suffer from water damage from some of the like our like Talking Stick Resort right here in Scottsdale, they were closed for over a month because they had water damage, and they had crews working round the clock trying to get their get everything fixed so they can reopen again. Yeah, that's sad. That was from the top down. From the top floor down. Really? I mean, yeah. see, I they didn't, did other no, things, though. They actually used did. that time to upgrade. That's right. Well, so yeah. they decided, well, we're already down. Might as well just upgrade and make it better. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean they got the money. Sure. Why not? They, they, so, but they, and they took a gamble But wait a minute. But oh. wait a minute. But wait a minute. Robin, Robin, they didn't call me for that, that big fat check. Really? Do you remember that? They, yeah. they just didn't call yeah. me. So I don't know. This little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. <laughs> I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show? This old house? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. That's funny. I'm hoping I'll get one of those today. Now, if you're if you're working at the casino, they probably just give you free slots for a week and, well, and dinner. Give you a stack of chips. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, we're going to take a we're going to take an early break here, and we want to get with uh, Jeff Lawson's going to be checking with us from Lawson Family Plumbing right after the break. So I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. 
Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Celebrity voice impersonated. Hi, this is your former president. I told my Arkansas girlfriend she was painting her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Have you ever started a project on your home by yourself and it turned out worse than my presidency? Sometimes you need to call in a professional, especially when that professional is affordable and can fix everything. Call Image Home Improvement 623-580-0901 or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. Let the pros make everything look beautiful. Call Image Home Improvement or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. I thought a hot tub was a stolen bathroom fixture. I'm Krista Guerin from HGTV's Flip It to Win It. If you're purchasing a home to live in or to flip, you need to know everything about it. Get to know your home through the professionals on Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on Star Worldwide Networks. All right, that was Krista Guerin, former uh, former star of HGTV's uh, flip it to win it. She's on her way to Italy. The lucky girl. Italy. What was she, she doing in she's Italy? She's going to Italy for uh, you know, uh, I think twelve days. Oh. You know, and um, wow. She's just you know when you when you're you know when you have time off, you got to make the best of it. That's right. You, you do. You know. I mean, she's oh. working hard, flipping homes, and teaching people how to do that all the time. And now she took a couple of days off. You know, oh, that'd be perfect to go this time of year to go to Venice. And do the glass factories? Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yep. Well, you know, is that on your bucket That's list? A, yeah, that, well, I've already done that. Oh, oh, That's why well. I was living in Europe for 10 years. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's, have, a, it's a glass I act. have to I can add it onto my bucket list along with going to Germany. Well, I've been there. I've, been, I've lived there, done that. Oh, I, well, excuse <laughs> me. All right. Mr. World Traveler over yeah, here. Yeah, Mr. World yes, Traveler over there. Do okay. the termites follow you everywhere you go? No. Oh, okay. Oh, oh well, hey. What's <laughs> well, wrong then, with that picture? Germany's got so many trees, they don't need the houses. Plus, everything is in uh, concrete and brick. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right, we want to get back to our uh, discussion about, you know, obviously plumbing issues. We want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, uh, some of the emergency systems that you and things that are in your house for you know to prevent disasters and stuff and one of the things that i know i always have a problem with is like when we go in to do a remodel the first thing i do is check before we start tearing the counterpart countertop apart and the cabinets out to make sure that the angle stops are okay underneath the sinks because that's one of the things that always goes bad 
they're corroded open. They're corroded over. They're frozen. They haven't been. They haven't been moved since the turn of the century, since the house was built. <laughs> so I mean, these are things that need to be changed because God forbid, if you have an emergency, you have to shut your water off, and you can't, then you have a problem. Well, I but, don't even. I don't. And for me, I check the angle stops, but as an inspector, I don't turn them. Because yes. that's just waiting for that little plastic stem to break off. That's exactly right. All right, let's bring our uh, Jeff Lawson from Lawson Family Plumbing in. Jeff, how are you doing this morning, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for joining us this morning. You too. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, um, uh, with those angle stops, yeah. If you start to twist them, they start leaking. You're already you're already in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you can turn off the whole house before you turn that one. Yeah, well, make sure that you can turn off and, most importantly, turn back on the whole house because <laughs> yeah, uh, with old gate-style shutoff valves, it, if you have a shutoff valve in your house and it's one of those ones that you, you got to turn multiple times in order to get shut off, um, I advise extreme caution <laughs> It will <laughs> before fail before you start turning <laughs> that. Uh, well, what happens oftentimes is, is most of the time people don't know their own strength and they just think that, well, I just got to keep cranking down on this thing until it, until it's really snug. And then next thing you know, it's cranked and they, it all of a sudden breaks loose. It snaps like, off. And then they think <laughs> they just need to tighten it more. Um, or they get it, they get it to the off position. And when they go to turn it back on, it spins real easy until you need, until the, the, um, until the, um, uh, gate actually needs to break loose from the seal. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you think it broke loose, but really what happened is you actually just broke the stem. That's it. So um, then it'll keep spinning. And then you think you have your water turned back on until you go try to take a shower and it comes out all of a sudden really good. And then like two seconds later, it just starts coming out as a drizzle. Um, that's typically a sign that you, you broke the gate at your shutoff valve or, um, you know, those other kind of issues that could be too. But if you recently worked, at your main to shut off the water to your house, and that's probably your culprit. Yeah, because it doesn't so, uh, open back up again. The you know the the ball and the gate or part of the stem did freeze, and then like in in the yeah. shower, it's probably been leaking in the wall for a while. It's time to get it fixed. Well, the one thing oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one thing that I always recommend homeowners to do if we're going in doing a remodel, obviously we're going to have to deal with one of those those issues with like a kitchen or a bathroom yeah. and we're dealing with those valves that we just do a check of all of them in the house, including, including the, the shutoff valve at the house, not at the street, but at the house. So that this way, at least you, you know, if you have an emergency that you have, you have backup, you have the one under the sink. And if all else fails, you can go outside and shut that water off at the house. So this way, you know, you don't incur any more water damage because, you know, how many gallons can be can come out of a faucet if you say, oh, my God, I can't shut it off at the sink. And now all of a sudden you're running outside hoping that that valve on the wall just shuts everything off and stops the water. And that could be yeah, that, that could be really bad. A lot of these valves that I've seen, Jeff, they're exactly like you say, their gate valves are just they're just frozen or they spin. And they don't do anything. Yep. And you're going to wind up shutting it off at the street to change all the valves out. Yeah, and in and, and some cities, I mean, they're not going to, like, send out the, the you know, uh, a no. police officer to your house to give you a fine for touching that meter. But there are some cities that actually, if, if you're found to have tampered with the meter in any way, shape, or form, and 
just shutting it off is considered tampering with the meter. Um, if you're not a licensed contractor to do business in that city, you could actually face a fine for doing that. <clears throat> that's right. Yeah, and that's not good. And then uh, for no, the, for definitely the, not. For home okay. inspectors, you definitely can't touch that because uh, even if nope. it's even if there's not a lock in it, if it's been turned to the off position, that means the city did it because not everybody has yep. the right wrench. And the reason the city doesn't want people touching it is because most of their connections are really poorly done and they'll pop. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, with the gate with the the angle stops that you're talking about too, you got to be. Even like there's a lot of DIYers and all that, and, and more power to them. I if you have the skills and or the the ability to learn how to do you know simple tasks, um, I I definitely would encourage it. But um, if you're going to be buying angle stops or having any other contractor but myself, of course, <laughs> um, put them in. You need to make sure that they're high grade angle stops. If they're using low grade, I'm not going to make mention of names or anything like that, but. <laughs> I imagine most people understand what I ta- what I'm talking about. Low grade, um, they're going to the same thing's going to happen to those that happen to the globe style angle stops, the ones that you have to twist multiple times, turn off. The the actual the stem that actually uh, uh, creates that connection to that ball to create the ball the the seal there, um, it's lacking in girth and in 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 thickness. And what happens is the you go to shut it off, and it actually will snap the ball you know, either in the off position or in the open position, and, and now it's done too. Or if it's a, a less than average uh, grade angle stop or even shut off valve of any kind, um, you could actually end up, the, the handle actually will just come off in place and water will start spraying everywhere. So there's all different grades of plumbing. You got, you got uh, plumbing uh, fixtures and, and such um, that you really need to be careful about what you're actually putting into your house. If you are a DIYer, um, don't uh, don't put something that's really low grade because it's not going to last you very long. Um, best bet is go to a an actual plumbing supply house um, and you know get it from those locations versus going to uh, a different place that you know has uh, orange lettering or blue lettering. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is, is if they're trying to change out. Uh, angle stops. A lot of people don't understand. There's pecs in the wall, and if you twist too hard, oh, yeah. it will start leaking and squeaking for you. you. You always have to have a support wrench and a wrench to turn it. And then most people don't realize this, but there's a ferrule that actually creates that connection. And a lot of people just leave the ferrule there and, and they reuse it. And here's the problem with that: is you're not going to have the same depth on the new angle stop because it's the ball type versus the globe type or or it's just a different brand that you had on the old one. So what happens is you actually, in turn, you, you, you kind of pull that, that ferrule forward a little bit and it's already tightened down to where it's supposed to be at. And in order to create a seal again, now you got to tighten it even more. And half the time, the, the copper that's coming out of the wall, it's connected to PEX or it's connected to to CPBC or worst case scenario, it's connected to to, um, to um, polybutylene, but oh, it's connected wow. to something else. If it's connected to copper, that's great. But what's coming out of the wall is typically soft copper, um, or it, it's it's a hardened elbow. But you're still not supposed to tighten down a ferrule more than once. Once you tighten it down the second time, you lose the dexterity in that ferrule, and um, 
you're you're going to create a small leak on the backside of the ferrule. Eventually, it's going to get bad, and it's just going to look not good at all. It'll end up becoming a gnarly, whitish, greenish color. But um, so you really need to replace ferrules anytime you replace an angle stop, and not I mean the ferrule and the nut, obviously, because the new one comes with a new ferrule and a new nut. Um, there's a reason why it comes with it. It's because you're supposed to replace it. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Otherwise, you just push things beyond the limit, and then you've got a nice little leak that causes mold. Oh, yeah, boy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jeff, how much do you find um, out in the valley as far as uh, homes that have different water pressures, and some of them more have high pressure versus you know the normal pressure, and it's you find that um, the ones that you do find everywhere. are they're everywhere. <laughs> I know I found yeah, I found everywhere. I found a customer once. See, this is the one thing when it's always good to know, you know, have at least have some contact with your neighbors. I had this customer once we were doing a remodel and it so happens that everybody around him they all knew that there was high water pressure in the neighborhood. So they all put regulators. Yeah. Remember that one, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the one that found wa- the excessive pressure. <laughs> high, high, yeah, high water pressure all over the place. He couldn't understand why, you know, that they were okay, and he was having problems. So what kind of problems do you find when you find uh, high water pressure? Well, probably the most common problem that we find is blowouts on seals a lot more often. So leaky showers, leaky lavatory faucets. Um, issues with um, uh, plastic-type valves that are such as um, like a water softener. You've got high water pressure, number one. Your water softener is immediately voided. So if you bought a brand-new, you know, state-of-the-art, custom, expensive, you know, paid way too much for water softener, and your water pressure is above 80 PSI, it automatically voids the warranty. So if whoever put that in for you, um, didn't advise you properly, um, you may want to have that checked just to be sure that you don't have high water pressure. And the problem with water pressure is it's it's kind of like blood pressure almost. Um, there, there's, there's most doctors, they're going to tell you that they're going to take your blood pressure three times before they prescribe you to uh, blood pressure medicine. Well, it's kind of the same with a house, in sort of. And the only reason I say this is because uh, there's no way to actually – get somebody there specifically at the most vulnerable time to have high blood pre- high water pressure, and that's typically in the overnight hours, um, sometime between 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., well, even 5 a.m., 6 a.m. may be a little bit too late in the day, um, you're going to have the highest pressure. And the reason is because the activity in your neighborhood is not as high as it is during the daytime. So the city automatically – the automatically sends a certain amount of pressure to cover all of the houses and development in your area, um, in your neighborhood, your specific neighborhood. Well, when the demand is not where it normally would be, then your pressure naturally is going to be higher than what it would have been at, say, uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon or, you know, 5 o'clock in the afternoon or, you know, 7 a.m. in the morning when everybody's waking up. Well, not me, but most people. I'm generally (laughs) up around 5, but still. when most people wake up, uh, they're using the water pressure. So at nighttime, your your water pressure is going to be higher. Well, if you want to have a service plumber come out to your house at nighttime, huh. you, well, there's to check your water pressure, you're going to pay for it. It's just one of those things. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so oftentimes when we go to a customer's house, if it's 
in the off-peak time, which typically between, like, not between 11 and 1 because you got lunch between that time, but between, like, 1 and 3 and between, like, 9 to nine to um, 11 um, are, are good times to check pressure because you're going to get a more accurate, more close to what it's going to be at night. It's not going to be exactly what it's going to be at night. But then also something to consider is if you moved into a new development, say, within the last 10 years, um, and it's it's a new development within the last 10 years, not just that you moved in there within the last 10 years, but it's it's a brand new community within the last 10 years. Your your water pressure is almost guaranteed to be over uh, recommendation to have a pressure regulator. Recommendation is anything over 80 psi. Well, oftentimes in these neighborhoods, new areas, um, the city's automatically pumping more flow and more water to that area because it's a developing area. And because they know houses are going up and everything else, um, that there's automatically more. So you're going to have higher pressure in those areas. Um, and then if you go to like, um, you know, settled areas that have been in place for a long time, like, I don't know, downtown uh, Phoenix or downtown Mesa or downtown Gilbert, um, areas that have been around for a long time, the pressure is very stable normally under normal circumstances. Although every so often there's like this little community that gets built and the city pumps more pressure for that little tiny community. Um, but for the most part, the pressure stabilizes between 65 and 70 PSI, um, which is perfectly fine. Uh, it's when we get above the 80 PSI threshold that we start to see more issues, and even more so when you're above the 100 PSI. And most appliances that are connected to water will actually void warranties on things if your pressure is above 80 PSI, because like I said, I'm going to see more failures in plastic things, and most appliances have plastic in them. And then also, I see like the catastrophic issues happen with high blood pressure or high water pressure, <laughs> such as angles, the supply line to the toilet. That's like the biggest thing that most people overlook. Like they replace the fill valve every three to five years and most DIYers do it themselves. A lot of homeowners just do it themselves because, you know, it, it's not that complicated. However, they fail to replace the most vital part, which is the supply line that feeds the fill valve. Exactly. That supply line is typically, it's typically a plastic nut. And once it's been tightened down once, if you take it off, you're now putting more stress on a plastic weld. So it's welded because of heating, but there's a weld between the supply line and where the nut connects. And if you look at any of them, you'll actually see a little weld right there. Well, when you retighten it down on an angle stop, you have to tighten it more down than what you did the first time. And then the third time, you got to tighten it more down. Well, that weld's going to go, especially if you have high pressure. Well, you know, we are, one of the things that I had happen when I had built my house was, um, you know, obviously, you know, uh, the plumber had come in and put all the fixtures in, the toilet, the supply line, okay? But then it was only, it must have been only about, Maybe eight months later, after we moved in, all of a sudden, one night, all of a sudden, I hear something go pop, and I hear water, and I ran into the into the bathroom where the toilet was. And what happened was the plastic nut that screws to the bottom of the tank had split, and when it split, yep, obviously, right it just it yep. just it the water just started coming out because there was no way to do anything but you know fortunately enough the angle stop oh, was yeah. was new so we just shut it off so we didn't really get that much water in there but still you know you know people don't realize any kind of water even if it's clear if you have tile or grout it's going to stain the grout to a degree if you have wider grout lines 
So that's another issue you've oh, got no, to make sure. sure it's it's called you know well, you have to go back and fix it. Preventative, and, and it's 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 real simple. Okay, a half inch water supply line, which is typically what's coming out of an angle stop, it's downgraded to a three eighths inch. Three eighths inch is going to pump out about twelve gallons a minute. So imagine twelve gallons of water, which if you that's ninety six pounds of water that's being dumped out onto your floor every minute. Not a good thing. Not a good no, thing. No, definitely not a good definitely thing. No. Definitely. And, and the thing. other the other biggest thing is is washer supply lines. And this is horrible because even on the supply lines them, themselves, they say replace about every five years. On, on rubber ones, it's three to five years. On braided steel, it's seven to ten years. Most people leave their washer in place for years. Yes. And they never mm-hmm. check those supply lines. And, yep. and most, of these, most of these places you buy those washers from, well, they just install the ones that come with the washer, and 90% of the time those are rubber ones. Uh-huh. So in three to five years, they should be replaced. You know, that and exactly what happened when I installed mine at my new house. The, the, they, brought, they brought the units, and I said, okay, well, here's the lines. I bought the braided lines. I said, I don't want the rubber lines that came with it. I want the braided lines. He said, well, no, I, yeah. and, and this, is, this, is, this is typical. They turn around and say, well, we're not authorized to put your, braid, your braided water lines on this unit because there's, it, it'll, there's no warranty. I said, you know what? For, I'll hook it up. And I just left them, and I put them on because you, you want to be able to have that protection. When I see that on people when we're doing remodel work, and, and it looks like, like you say, it's been here since the turn of the century, those those uh, rubber supply lines, you don't want you don't want to have you don't want to have an accident and wait up, you know, and and have more issues. So well, one one of my favorite things and, and is the, the warranty. The the warranty they're referring to that's voided is the warranty on the rubber supply lines. I can assure you, the warranty on the braided steel supply lines is higher and longer. Oh, than of the course, on the rubber supply line. Yeah, they're not referring to the actual washing machine itself. No being voided on the warranty they're just referring to the supply lines voided on the warranty yeah well i'm not installing them so why would i expect them to be covered under warranty right. yeah I'm jeff sorry. like some of the things you see like i've seen uh you look down behind the washer and you see this big bulb big round bulb in the supply line and uh you just wonder oh. don't touch it it's going to blow yeah <laughs> that's going to happen all right we're going to take a short well, break where we have- we're going to take a short break jeff when we come back we're going to be have more with jeff lawson from lawson family plumbing and uh, any other questions that you might have, don't forget, you could always email us your questions if you're having dilemmas in your house to steve.imagehome at yahoo.com. We'll be right back. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Sun, rain, and wind. Rightway Roofing knows Arizona and what it can do to your roof. From minor repairs to complete replacement, we've got you covered. Our state-of-the-art materials are designed to stand up to whatever Arizona dishes out. We offer a 15 to 30-year warranty depending on your roof, so you know it's done right. Rightway Roofing. 
Call or go online now for your free estimate. Right Way Roofing. There's only one way, the right way. Right Way Roofing. In the East Valley, call 480-232-5458. In the West Valley, 602-299-8851. Or go to azroof.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And if you ever had a, an inkling about learning anything about home improvement, one of the things that we always try and teach here is obviously we don't expect you to be a plumber or a framer or, or, a, or a professional in a specific area. All we're trying to teach people is to be aware of what to look for. And then also know who to call. So, I mean, and I'm not call, talking about calling Ghostbusters either. <laughs> don't call your landscaper don't, don't to call fix your, your roof. Yeah, don't call your <laughs> landscaper to fix your roof. Don't call your landscaper to paint your house. You know, you call the appropriate people. And if you don't know, have a specific list or a very short on sticky notes, you only need one number. It's Image Home Improvement, 623-580-0901. Yeah. Dan, enough said, right? That's right. Okay. I still like calling Ghostbusters, so. though. Oh, well, you know, I, it was funny. You know, just a quick sidebar real quick. I was I was on the 10 the other day, about a, two weeks ago, and I swear this is the truth. I'm coming across the Salt River Bridge, you know, coming across from 32nd Street, coming towards the airport. And I, what do I see in the right-hand lane? It's the old the Cadillac from the original Ghostbuster movie, with all the, you know, like the dishes on the top, and it's, it has the Ghostbuster emblem on the My door. My friend owns that. Oh, you know, so you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I couldn't I believe know. it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, darn, I couldn't get next to him to take a picture. Yeah. I want to take a picture and post it on Facebook. I'm like, That's, even the Ghostbuster people are out here in the Valley. So mm. really, they own Shout that. Shout out to the Little John family. Yeah, well, they, they own a bunch of movie cars. That's what my son does. He works with those guys, and they do movie cars. Wow, those, that was pretty cool. I was yeah. like, well, you know, geez. Next thing I knew, if I saw that, I thought maybe I'll run into the Batmobile. No, they, they have a lot of other cars. Really? Yeah, they have a lot. So between him and my son and a few of the other guys here in the Valley, they do the movie cars. So they, they, very cool. they recreate all the cars from the movies for Comic-Con and different events. That's great. I think we ought to build a special... A special. Oh, I know what we should do. Jeff, we should take one of your vehicles, which is... is you can't miss a Lawson Family plumbing truck because it's got all some yeah. great... Great wrap on it. I think we ought to make a very special, special uh, one, like a like a uh, like your vehicle because you're the owner. Do something very special. What do you think? Um, <laughs> He's yeah, speechless. I mean, for sure. <laughs> Is it, uh, <laughs> I have an idea. Okay. All right. What? I have an idea. I mean, remember when they first came out? Those big, huge limousines that had the hot tub. They made a special yeah, compartment in the yeah. back. That could be your oh, company vehicle. Oh, that would be cool. Because it would uh, kind of represent yeah, plumbing. Be, what do you think? It would. And then, wait, do I get, can I put like a 
big jacuzzi in the back too? That, sure, that's what there, I'm you about. Yeah. there you go. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like a limousine that has this extra compartment in the back where you actually have a big gigantic jacuzzi or hot tub in there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of that's kind of like I, I'm I'm actually building a uh, it's a training uh, platform. It's how to it's to teach some of my apprentices that we bring on um, how to do rough in and top out and all that stuff uh-huh. um, and take proper measurements and so on and so on. Um, so I'm building a, a platform that all that will be on, on how to like plumb in a, a single bath. And then I'm also doing a, a platform on like uh, slab leak location and that kind of stuff. Cause I can't tell you how many plumbers out there don't actually know how to locate a slab leak, even though you would think it would be pretty easy, but you no, know, it's apparently not. Most people aren't trained on it, even though it's like one of the main things we do. We're not main, but it's one of the big part of what we do is, you know, fixing leaks. Well, that's right. Uh, most of the time, you got to find the leaks <laughs> because you know somebody could have a slab leak under under their slab and not know about it for years because it never surfaces. Right. But they hear this weird hissing sound in their wall, but they don't know what it's from. Or they hear this like dripping kind of sound. Um, and by the way, that that's also a, a misnomer too, because if you have plastic pipes, um, plastic pipes expand and contract, and because of the bracing that we put on plastic pipes when they go up and overhead, um, it's typically a plastic brace. Well, when you are using the hot water, as that pipe cools down, it's it, it's kind of retaking form. It's no longer um, you know, uh, a little bit soft. It's going back to hard. And as it's doing that, it, it makes this like kicking sound inside the wall. And a lot of times customers will uh, misdiagnose that as a slab leak by mistake because they don't, obviously, I mean, it sounds kind of like a drip almost, but it's kind of a tick. Mm-hmm. Um, so easiest thing to know is that if you have plumbing that goes overhead, um, like you've ever went up into your crawl space above and you've seen white, blue, or red lines um, that are, plumbing size, not electrical size. Um, well, most likely you have plumbing overhead. So if you ever hear ticking in the wall, that's what you're hearing is the expansion and contraction of that pipe. And if you have plumbing overhead, trust me, you're not going to be years before you know you have a leak because it's going to make itself known pretty quick. Um, however, if you have plumbing that goes under the slab and you hear ticking in the walls or a hissing, it's going to be a constant hiss. It's not going to be a, it's not going to sound like a drip. It's going to sound more like Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught that or not, but um, it's going to sound like a hissing sound. That's actually a, sl- a sign that you have a leak underneath your slab, and the reason why it doesn't surface is because it's not close enough to the sleeve, and water is always going to take the path of least resistance. Well, in most of our in most of our ground in Arizona, um, it's it's not really compact. It's I mean it's hard dirt, but there's a lot of rocks involved also. So water will find its way through all that rocks, and then eventually it will find its way to a, an old ravine or something underground that the water just goes away in, and you never actually see the slab leak come to surface. Um, so if you ever hear the hissing sound, or if your water bill is extremely high or anything like that, that's when you call me, Lawson Family Plumbing, and uh, we get it taken care of for you. And that's what I train my technicians on is how to properly locate those type of situations yeah, yeah. jeff that's like another trick inspectors use is we're right there at the water meter and there's usually a little leak a little uh, stem or a little wheel that turns and first yep. you check to see if you have ro or a pool that's filling itself 
And if you don't have either one and it's still turning, you're going to have to dig deeper. Yep, exactly. And that, that's, I, that's one of our first things that we, we ask customers is if the meter is spinning um, or something of that nature. Uh, but then, you know, we've got to check for uh, uh, faucet leaks, um, any type of faucet, shower faucet if it's dripping, a toilet that's running, an RO that's running, a water softener that's on, you know, things of that nature will also cause the meter to spin. Exactly. But um, also another really telltale sign is if you ever walk around your house barefooted, like, I don't know, pretty much everybody does, um, but if you have tile, if you ever feel that one tile is warmer than another one, that's another sign of a slab leak because the hot water is actually causing a heated uh, pool of water underneath your foundation, um, and uh, it'll actually heat up the concrete, and it'll transfer through to the tile. So you'll fill one tile or two or three or four that are hotter than another area in your house. That's, that's, that's also a, a good sign. And obviously the best sign is when it comes up and you can actually see that there's water leaking. However, that's not always the best sign for the homeowner because that typically means now you got water, other issues with water. The great news is it's Category 1 water not category three, which that's a whole new segment on sewer stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, so those are, that's another type of emergency plumbing is slab leaks. Typically customers, uh, will end up one, end up with one and, uh, it'll be a servicing one and they have no idea what to do. Uh, so the first thing they do is call typically their plumber. Um, hopefully it's us. Um, and, uh, we come out there, we locate all my guys, we, we cross-train them on just about everything we possibly can from uh, rough patching drywall to minor tile repair to, um, you know, uh, if we got to do any type of minor remodel and we got to frame in a bathtub or something like that, minor stuff, stuff that, uh, you know, is, uh, so you don't have to call 10,000 people to get one job accomplished, primarily is what we try to cross-train all my guys on. And a lot of companies will refer out locating versus doing it themselves. Um, I don't believe in that that nature. I believe in actually just doing the locating and teaching people how to actually do it, um, which is ten times better. And the customer is always a lot more grateful because they don't have to call another company just to have them come out locate the leak. Then you got to go back out and give them an estimate to do the job. Yeah, when, <laughs> what usually happens when I'm out at a customer's house? That's what I always tell them, you know, because they. Customers, when they have people come into their homes, they're always concerned about, well, who's going to be who's going to be monitoring it? Like if we do a remodel and stuff, and who's coming into their homes? And I always let them know that all the subcontractors that I use for image home improvement, and obviously Lawson Family Plumbing is one of them. That let them know that you know uh, they're one of the highest caliber companies that actually takes the time. And I know you've done this for years, uh, taking time to train the the technicians so they can go out and 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 be, be quality informed technicians. They're not just out there to, you know, run pecs or, you know, sweat pipes or something like that. So um, let them know that the credibility of not only my company, but all the subcontractors that we use are, are just the right people and they can feel safe and uh, secure that, you know, I have everything under control with their, with their project. Yeah. And, then, and then we're also a Crimshield certified company. And then um, we also, uh, all of the training that we do, we don't just do like training on, uh, you know, every so often here and there. No, we do training once a week with every technician, and we have everything from any type of new new tools that come out, new locating equipment, new 
uh, camera equipment, new uh, pipe bursting equipment, new you know excavators, backflows or backflows. Well, backflow certified also, but uh, backflow equipment, ex- excavators, uh, uh, bobcats, so on and so on. I have the actual manufacturer come out to train my guys as well. So um, we do it both ways. We do the the manufacturer comes out first to go over everything with them to answer all their questions and everything else. And then we continue to enhance training throughout uh, multiple weeks of uh, just teaching the guys how to address certain possibilities that could come up, you know, or just the basic, just how to actually operate whatever it is or install whatever it is, whatever type of equipment, whatever type of of plumbing parts they are. Um, I try to make sure everybody is as equipped as humanly possible. Um, We we have a, a, a book that we give all of our technicians. It's about uh, eight inches thick, and it has about every every type of service manual, every type of um, operations manual of just about everything that we commonly use in the field um, versus, you know, you got some of those companies out there that literally just take technician. One week later, they throw them out in the field and say, good luck. Yeah, well, we try not to do that. Yeah, that's that's definitely not what you guys do. All right, we're going to take uh, our last break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap things up with Jeff Lawson from Lawson Family Plumbing. So I want everybody to stay tuned. Don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. If you're doing a kitchen, bathroom remodel, or room additions, it's time to call a professional. 623-580-0901. Or... ImageHomeImprovement.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back. And before we get we wrap things up with Jeff, I want to just I just want to play something here because it's it's typical of what happens because they, a lot of things that we've been talking about 
um, you know, in the way of, you know, framing and plumbing and things that happen when disaster strikes and and it's a little spoof, but on the other hand, too, it's very important because it happens all the time. And uh, one of the things, again, you need to know who to call. So I want to make sure that this is uh, one of our spots that keep in your mind. How'd you sleep? Oh, I just, you know, I once my head hits the pillow, I don't hear anything. I slept like a rock. How about you? I didn't sleep good at all. Didn't uh, you hear that creaking all night? Creaking? What kind of creaking did you hear? Oh, it was awful. The house was creaking all night. I don't oh, believe you didn't hear it. The house was creaking? Oh, my God. What was that? Was that what you heard last night? Yeah, yeah, that was it, yeah. Oh, great. Now what do we do? Okay, and besides calling the attorney, you need to call the plumber. (laughs) Call Lawson Family Plumbing. And definitely need to check him out. And by the way, just so that, you know, if you're wondering how you can get a hold of Jeff, you can give him a call at 480-302-9928. And some of the great staff out there will get you scheduled and uh, you get, get, you, get you taken care of. That's basically, and get it done right. I think that's the most important thing. Because a lot of times you talk about, you know, uh, people decide to use uh, handymen. Oh, and there's nothing wrong with using handymen, or but the, there's you, certain things you, that... You They're should have a, a you should have a licensed, bonded, insured plumber not to a take Mel- care of. Not a Melvin with a stick of dynamite. Not a Melvin. Yes. <laughs> oh. you know, after playing that and speaking of Melvin, I do yeah. have a question to ask Jeff. Okay. All right, Robin, <laughs> you have the floor. Go ahead. What is the worst thing you've ever seen go into a toilet bowl that caused plum- plumbing problems? Oh, that's not appropriate to answer on that. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, that was good. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I got one. Okay, so. Uh, okay, what is uh, it? I, I mean, there, there, there's that one, too, that I can't discuss. But um, <laughs> also, well, this one was, uh, you know, those fluorescent glow sticks that people wear around their neck? Oh, oh yeah, Halloween, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, that. that caused a nightmare in that that toilet it was a commercial building and uh that was a nightmare also a cell phone one time and uh the customer had actually attempted to remove it themselves and uh uh you know obviously that didn't work out um and when i got there there was pieces of cell phone falling through so that was fun um shirts towels uh, young kids, you got to remember young kids. <laughs> Toys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toys uh, or, you know, mommy's cell phone because they see mommy on the phone all the time. So they threw it in the toilet one time. Um, that's how that to- That's how that incident happened. Um, and then uh, now basically <laughs> anything that's not biodegradable, even if it says it's bi- bi- biodegradable, not really appropriate to throw down the toilet. The only things that should go down a toilet is is toilet paper and, um, you know, waste, human human waste, waste, but yeah. yeah. 
um, not your garbage from the dinner from the night before um, that, you know, just was the oil left over. That's, that's horrible, not only on the toilet, but also on the plumbing down line. Because here, here's also a huge misnomer is people think it's okay to throw oil down their drain as long as they're running hot water. No. Well, no. the problem no. with that is most people, okay, so there, there's a, there's a way that you can do that where, where it would be okay just in your sewer line, but eventually it's going to hit the sewer, the, the main sewer, the city sewer, and it's going to create a, a, a dam there because it's going to solidify again. But what happens is most people throw it down the drain, they run the hot water for, you know, until it gets really hot, then they dump the oil, then they turn off the hot water. Well, that means the hot oil made it approximately five feet into your drain before it started to solidify again. And now you're going to have a dam created, and over time, doing that multiple times, you're going to actually create a soft blockage. Um, the the biggest issue we see a lot is is uh, paper towels and um, sanitary napkins. Um, mm-hmm. They say right on the box or right on the little thing. Oh, biodegradable! Go and flush down your toilet. Well, now I know why most Europeans use bidets because that would prevent a lot of that issue, but. Um, they're, they're biodegradable to the degree that once it actually gets to the water treatment plant and it gets all mushed up, then it's going to biodegrade. But if you just set it in water and leave it there, it's going to take forever to degrade. Uh, it, it, it literally is going to take a long time. Most people don't have two weeks to wait to actually use their toilet <laughs> again because they flushed a whole bunch of sanitary napkins down their toilet. So... Literally, the only thing okay to flush down toilet, toilet paper, human waste, that's it, nothing else. No and diapers. The biggest issue, if I've got, if I've got the time, um, is the garbage disposal problem. Oh. A lot of people think that garbage disposals can handle everything. Mm-mm. And if you have a three-stage garbage disposal, which means it has three stages of grinding and mushing and pulverizing, whatever you put into it, it turns it into a puree pretty much then yes, that's fine. You can use that, and that's going to be able to turn it into basically mush, and as long as you run water long enough, it'll make its way out. However, most people don't have three-stage garbage disposals. They have one-stage. One-stage garbage disposal doesn't grind up as much as you think. It only makes it big enough to make it through the waistline of the garbage disposal itself, which is an in- which is approximately an inch wide, um, an inch and a half. Well, the, the, the problem is is... Most people try to put, you know, uh, fibrous things in their garbage disposal. Like pumpkin? Uh, heavy things. They're like pumpkin. Things yeah. that are going to expand when they get wet. Like you may think the spaghetti that you had last night for dinner has expanded as far as it possibly could, but no, it hasn't because you soak it in water even more. It's going to expand even more. It's going to sit in that pea trap, expand more, and then seal up your pea trap. Um, so I tell people, they ask me all the time, what are garbage disposals good for? And I tell them, Ketchup, mustard, mayo, water, and that's about it. That's about it. But <laughs> I want to let everybody know, that, that, and, um, you know, a lot of times when Jeff has been on the show, one of his most busiest times is right around the holidays, thank, right at, like Thanksgiving and the day after, because for these exact reasons. So I want to make sure that everybody, make sure you check him out online, lawsonfamilyplumbing.com, and also call 480 302 9928. Jeff, thanks so much for being on the show today. You're always uh, just a, a wealth of information and uh, just 
things that people need to be aware of. And you know, they, I think a lot of the things that you spoke about today on the show, people take for granted. And when they do go south, yeah. then they wonder, oh, my God, what happened? You know, they, they're, they're not doing yeah. their uh, due diligence in being preventative. And that's what we try and do. Yep. And then also, um, if anybody ever wants to check us out, not only online at our website, um, anywhere you look up Lawson Family Plumbing, we are a five-star rated company. We have over a thousand five-star, five-star A reviews. Um, and, uh, you know, we try to provide, uh, the, I, I basically, my slogan is, uh, quality plumbing for my family to yours. And that's what I truly mean, um, is that, I'm going to treat you like a family member uh, and not like the black sheep family member, but like somebody I actually like in my family. No, I'm just well, you know, and, 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 that's, and what, what the saying that we were talking about before the show that we have for Lawson Family Plumbing, and when it comes to all the great work that you do, Lawson is awesome. So, Jeff, we want to thank you thank again. You. We appreciate all your time. Jeff Lawson from Lawson Family Plumbing. Like I said, if you have any plumbing needs or if you're doing a remodel, make sure you give us a call because Jeff will be out there with us taking care of all your plumbing needs. And uh, we want to thank him and thank all of you for listening today. And we're going to have some more great information next week. And I want everybody always to remember, as usual, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you. Where we're moving.